Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about different groups whose names sound similar, but the music sounds very different. This week we're talking about Waffle House of T-Pain. This is Jared. I am Dax. Caleb. Tyler. What a thing we got going on this week. Three people again. What a thing. We've done it before. We're doing it again. Do you think that they had to get permission to use that song? You know, we listen to these Waffle House songs, and that's the only one. Maybe you guys found Mm, some. Maybe. Some similarities. (laughs) That's the only one that I could find was directly pulled from another song. I, let's start there, I guess. Uh, or why? Why don't we so actually, before we get too far into that, sounds familiar. Is we should really explain why on earth we would be talking about Waffle House because this is a show where, well, where we talk about musical artists, and yes. for some reason, we're talking about a restaurant chain. Well, right now, unfortunately, we're in code red on Waffle House. So I'll let uh, Dax explain that in a moment. But this music, the Waffle House music, is the music that is on. The boom box, the jukebox, the touch tones, if you will, at the Waffle House restaurant. They have their own songs. They have uh, popular songs as well. And then they also have ones that were recorded by people that are associated with the Waffle House. So that's that's the explanation of that. Waffle House Records. So to explain, uh, yeah, quickly explain the uh, code red for the people. So FEMA uh, established a scale. It is the Waffle House Index. Uh, it is basically a kind of a way for FEMA to decide if an area needs aid during a natural disaster. So let's say a hurricane runs through Florida. If they drive through and they're like, uh, well, this neighborhood's Waffle House is open. They're fine. They don't need anything. Uh, this one down the road, their Waffle House is closed. We should focus on them first. Some of And also there's also yellow. And yellow means that they are uh, doing, they're on a limited menu. And that means that it's it's yellow for the FEMA thing. So well, that's weird. Code yellow should mean operational. They got the big yellow sign. <laughs> that's, a, that's a solid point right there. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm glad that the federal government is uh, so concerned about the resiliency of Waffle Houses. Waffle House is a beacon in the like dark. It seems like a wonderful scale. Yeah, clearly. That's uh, how uh, how that's not their motto, Cody. I don't Dax. I don't. Know. I know, but perhaps you should pick. You should. Pick it was actually it. started by uh, the FEMA FEMA director in Florida, because they have more natural disasters than you know most uh, states. Florida, California, yeah. places like that. So, the guy that was the the guy that ran the FEMA in Florida was the one that started that. So, what a yeah. thing, Florida. We are in code red. Where the Waffle House. Where the Waffle House chicken is the best on the beach. Hmm. I don't think there are any Waffle Houses open right now. I don't think so either. I'm not. I'm not. Maybe Florida has some open, but. Well, maybe for carryout, but you can't sit in there. Yeah. Are all the states doing the lockdown? Is everyone agreed? If I remember correctly, North Dakota specifically is like having pretty loose um, yeah, restrictions well, and they have a pretty big blow up. Of oh the virus right now. Oh yeah. I don't like that. That's right. No one lives there. Well, nobody lives there, and nobody goes there. I know. My dad lived there. Okay, uh-huh. for years, and uh, he he does he has not gone back because uh, there's nothing. It's like uh, Diet Canada. If Diet Canada meant that Diet Soda was actually just water, <laughs> that's pretty good. So Lacroix then. Okay, I like Lacroix. Yeah, it's just junk. Uh, I was reading an yeah yeah but not okay. Yeah, let's All move right. on from that. <laughs> I was I was reading an article about Waffle House records this week, and I found it quite alarming to find that they are about maybe one percent of the music that is played in the Waffle House. Hmm. So very very minimal amount of plays do the Waffle House record songs get, and they would not state how much money they're putting into the record company. Uh, well, they clearly can't be putting that much if they ripped off a song. That's uh, I, I, don't I don't know. know. They don't, I don't think they ripped it off because I think they had to get permission. So, what song are you talking about? To, use, to do it, it's "Sherry" by Frankie Valli and the Four mm. Seasons. It's one of their most popular. In fact, on Spotify, it's the second most popular song because people on Spotify are shallow. But for people who like Frankie Valli, then they know that it's prob- that's like one of the biggest hits for Frankie Valli. Why don't you play it? Just play that song, I guess. 
There it is. That's yeah, it. that's it. I know. They couldn't find someone to sing that high, so they just kind of toned it down a little bit. It's not as impressive. Yeah. but yeah. I found another one. Uh, this song, I don't think it's on Spotify. I found it on YouTube. It's called Southern Classic Cookin'. Uh, if you want to play that one, you should be able to get it pretty quick. Oh, I know what that is. We all know what that is. Do we even need to play that one, or should we go ahead and play it? That's real grand mud, boy. Well, I don't know. You don't have to, I guess. You should play it. Okay, we'll play it. It's pretty much just a parody at that point. Wowza. Truly mm. a parody. I just found something else that was interesting. Go on. So, um, one of the people that has produced several of the Waffle House songs is a guy named Jerry Buckner. Yes. Now, Jerry Buckner, uh, he is known for being a record producer, all, but he is also known for his duo, Buckner and Garcia, most famously known for the song... Pac-Man fever. <laughs> ah, that's right. What's what? Who's the Garcia? Um, I don't know. Because I'm I'm looking at the list here. I'm looking at the track listing for the Waffle Houses, the '99 hits, Volume One, and uh, one of the artists on there is Gary Garcia because they couldn't get Jerry Garcia in '99. It is it's uh, it, so it's it Gary is Garcia. Gary. Oh my God! So there they got go, both of them. Waffle House is like it's Gary. Who do we need to make this successful the, music? The lockdown on it. That guy that made the Pac Man song. The guy that made the Pac Man song. Wow, that's that's amazing. I didn't know that. I'm I'm so happy. Pac Man fever. I'm just imagining the picture now where I'm going to have to take the Waffle House sign and put a Pac-Man in there somehow. Yes. It's going to be fun. Well, they're both yellow. I know. know, That's why it would fit. You know Pac-Man was originally called Puck-Man? Don't you Scott Pilgrim (laughs) versus the world me right now. I was going to. Oh, boy. They also did do the Donkey Kong in Wreck-It, Wreck-It Ralph from Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, so they've actually been actively making video game-based music recently. And Waffle House music. They have. And Waffle House House Video games and Waffle House. That's a real niche audience. Like they right also had. They also guess what? Guess what, what? else? They're, they've got old school games. It's a song. It's a single from 2016 of from Buckner and Garcia featuring Danny Jones. Danny Jones also done uh, Exit 239 on the Waffle House soundtrack. Oh my there. goodness! Oh wow! We've truly opened a door that we were not ready for on this show. It's like another Frank Farian situation. They thought they could hide from us all of these talents that they're trying to shove away into video game music, but they can't do it. Buckner and Garcia also did the song "E.T. I Love You." It is quite a it's quite a thing. Uh, I don't think we'll ever have another opportunity to play "E.T. I Love You." So if you would like to play it, I would love to hear it again. <laughs> E.T. You came to me. No one would. What a smash hit. Smash. I got some, uh, oh boy, I got some things. I got some, I got some things here. It's a oh, rabbit hole, Oh my, boys. go on. <laughs> I just found, all right. NPR had an article in March of 2016. Okay. A B-side with your bacon? Waffle House has its own music label. All right. Talks about Waffle House and Waffle Records. No big deal. Whatever. Just did this little digging here. 
Okay, these Lost Waffle House tapes are a big deal, pal. Okay, and they're not even on that label. They're on Down South Records, according to Google, but you go to WaffleHouseSongs.com and you'll find the top secret location of the Lost Waffle House tapes. Fully unofficial album of Waffle House songs that you cannot find on Waffle House's own label. It's a conspiracy. They better get in there before someone buys them all up because you can buy the tape right now. So you're telling me that in the vein of the Super Nintendo E.T. game, there are buried Waffle House songs. Yes, there are links. Once you find out, okay, that Buckner and Garcia are Pac-Man people, you then realize that they have connections to Exit 39 Danny Jones. And once you find that out, you have the key to locating the Lost Waffle House tapes. But I just gave you the key anyway, because you can just go to WaffleHouseSongs.com. Crazy. And you can locate you say, the So tapes. Exit yeah. 39. Exit 39 by Danny Area f- oh, Area 51. Oh my gosh. He's on. He's got four of these tracks on here. He, he's, he is the Lost Waffle I House. I think there's a conspiracy here that only Dax would believe. I think that Waffle House Records is run by aliens. I think you're right. I just went to CD Baby to buy the uh, the CD, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they retired their music store as of March. Of this year? Of this oh, year. Oh, my. You see? They know we know. <laughs> they know we know. Okay. That know. was a... Oh, my God. We, okay, we picked this episode... In March, yeah, we of did. this year, they heard us. They knew that we were going to make this episode, and they they buried everything that we needed to know. But no. we know now. Listen up, that they're out there. Shut the mics off. <laughs> Shut off the mics. Turn off your cell phones. Put tinfoil hats on your head. Line your homes with lead. Shut and lock your doors, and do not leave. Definitely turn off your five G network. Undoubtedly, because <laughs> Waffle House. They're in. They're in your head. They're in your mind. They are controlling your brain, and we don't know what it's for yet. I think it's to tell you that they have the best chicken on the beach, but I couldn't guarantee it. I told you it's a rabbit hole, bud. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do like Waffle House Part Two. Oh yes. We're gonna have to do a re a re full on Redux, pal. We haven't even talked about Sturgill. Oh, that's <laughs> right, Sturgill. <laughs> Oh, man, I forgot all about that. So I'll tell the, the tale. It's a YouTube video. Well, it's, a, it's more than a YouTube video. So late night host Stephen Colbert did a segment where he uh, wanted to create a song that would be put on the jukebox at the Waffle House. So he got partnered up with old Kentucky boy himself, Mr. Sturgill Simpson, alternative country music all-star, and they wrote a song uh, called uh, No Shirt, no shoes, no knuckleheads, and uh, they put it uh, out on the late night television program. Then a few months later, I don't know how long after, they did a, a, a sequel video to that where they went for the premiere of that song being put on the Waffle House jukebox. At the uh, at the Waffle House that that Colbert went to when he was younger in his college days. Which one is that one? I was hoping they'd go to the one in Jackson. Oh yeah, South Carolina. Yes, South Carolina. Um, see, it should have been on all of them. Well, really. It's a pretty good tune. We we was not there when we put songs on. That's for damn sure. We went and played some Waffle House tunes. We made up some of that one percent, really. Yeah. Uh, well, there is no Waffle House in. Uh, Sturgill Simpson's hometown, oh. so they've got to go to another one. I guess that, that's fine. I'll tell you what. When we get back, like when they open the Waffle Houses again and we go back to that Waffle House, all their music is going to be gone. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not. surprised that the, the Waffle House song from Colbert and Sturgill Simpson is still existent at this point. Yeah, they didn't take the video down. Something's up. But it's time to play it. That's quite a song. It is truly quite a song. Yes, it is. Waffle House is a good Indeed, band. Indeed, it is. <laughs> you know, he, he went there to that Waffle House when he was drinking under age. Ooh. Oh, my. Yeah, because knowing what I know about Stephen Colbert, which is a little bit of stuff, he went to Northwestern, which is in Illinois. And uh, they lived 
in the Carolinas as a boy, I believe. So, uh, yeah. Young boy Colbert going to Waffle House, acting a fool. Acting a fool, if you will. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He was the youngest of 11 children. <laughs> Dang. 11? They're Catholic, aren't they? Yeah. they were. Yes, they were Catholic. But his dad and two of his brothers died in the plane crash, so that they dwindled that number to oh, nine. Oh, man. My goodness. Yeah. Sad days in the Colbert household. Thus the drink. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gosh. This is getting dark. I mean, it's time to transition away from Waffle House now. Yes, indeed. All okay, right. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. I didn't know that he was out. I didn't know he was uh, Everlast. I did not either. That was the biggest, the biggest revelation of this week until all of this Waffle House business that we got into now Mm -hmm. was totally him being Everlast. Yep, I knew it. I knew it from the get go. I liked. uh, I I I liked that song. What it's like by Everlast back in the day. It was on uh, some kind of mix CD or something like that that I bought, like a Universal Hits or something like that. And I really like that song. It's a good it's a good song. And it's also interesting because uh, House of Pain, which is a uh, hip-hop group uh, from, uh, well, I don't know exactly where they're from, but they're of Irish descent. They are Irish descent, but I, yeah, I also do not remember exactly where they're from. Uh, give me a second here. Somebody I think it was like Baltimore or something. I thought it was Brooklyn. They just, see, the first thing it says is Irish. They are from, oh my gosh, it doesn't even say. It does not even say. They attended the Taft School in California. Yeah, I think I guess they're from California. Huh. That was weird because it normally says an Irish American group from, but then it never said it. <laughs> yeah, they just that was all you yeah, needed to LA. know. They're from LA. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Everlast and uh, various other members of House of Pain. He's the main uh, rapper of the group. I mean, other people like he he did that song, Jump Around. Like that was him his rapping. So he had, he should be credited for it, really, more so than the House of Pain name. It's but a collective. It's they a collective. They can all get credit. But uh, anyway, so he did that song, and they are a one-hit wonder. And then when he s- departed during the uh, late 90s, he created the song What It's Like. And that song became a one-hit wonder as well. So he's a two-time one-hit wonder. Those are my favorite. Oh, boy. Those are rare. How many of those do you know? Yeah. Uh, I know that CeeLo Green is a three-time one-hit wonder. Three with uh, yep. Gnarls Barkley, with uh, Mob Deep, and also with himself. Yes. That's cool. So that cool. one um, might be my favorite. Trying uh, to yeah, think. Oh, man. There's probably more. There's probably more, but yeah, that's the only Those one. Those are the two up. main ones that I yeah that I know. So That song, uh, Jump Around. Uh, you know the Criss Cross song? Yeah. yeah. What is it called? Is it just, Jump. It's it, just Jump. It's just Jump. Uh, they came out at the same time, basically. Really? Yeah. So um, House of Pain made Jump Around. Uh, that was their thing. And it was getting played around locally. Uh, but someone that produced for Crisscross Cross heard it. And they're like, hey, you guys should make a song about jumping. So they made their song and released it before the House of Pain song officially released. I think the, the, I the song that. Jump is bigger. By crisscross, it might be. I think. Well, although I th- probably now uh, you hear jump around at more things than you mm-hmm. do the song jump by crisscross. But it's I'm pretty. Still, I think that probably the crisscross song was a bigger hit. They're a House of Pain's record label. They heard the crisscross song come out and they're like, "Oh God!" And they just released it just on the spot. <laughs> oh my! They had a plan for it and they're like, "Well, I guess it's going out now." Hmm. Intriguing. You saw he sw- he took a little swipe at the. Uh, I did see that. Yeah, you want to tell that tale? With, I don't know. I don't. You might be better at it because I don't know the details. I just know it, it was it happened because of the song, uh, the single on point from the album inspired by the Talking Head, same as it ever was. Same as it ever and, be. Uh, <laughs> you know that you know a story. No, I don't know the story. Just I just I just saw the line. You want to read uh, the line? Yeah, Calvin Klein's no friend of mine, so I don't like Marky. That's what they said in the song. 
Now, if you, I always, you know, I was always proud when he finally put some pants on. <laughs> I was like, you know what, this man's grown up. He's cleaned up his act enough to put on a pair of trousers. Hats off. I'm gonna eat one of your brother's burgers. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a very small swipe, but there's a much longer train of swiping for Swipe everlasting. No swiping. Huh? Swiper no swiping. Yeah. Like that. Okay, go ahead. Uh there was a long standing feud between Everlast and Eminem. What what was that about? Oh, that's kind of interesting. I don't really find that there was a lot that that was about. It seemed I, like it just I read it, but I didn't find anything. It just said there was a feud, and that's it. That's all I saw. Yeah, they just got angry at each other for really... And they had multiple back and forth between them. I think Eminem won that. I would probably agree that Eminem won that. Because, of course, Everlast said... I'm gonna back off. I'm not, you know, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm uh-huh. out. I mean, and then Eminem released a track, and he's like, "All right, now I'm out." I mean, today one of them is the biggest, one of the biggest rappers in the world, mm-hmm. and the other one's just Eminem. Oh boy, that's dumb. <laughs> that's a dumb thing to say. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. I think that maybe Eminem hit him with a kill shot. Hey. Dun dun dun. Yeah. The uh, DJ for uh, House of Pain uh, left and uh, went to the group Limp Biscuit, <laughs> who later did versions oh, of the song no. Jump Around. That's oh, strange. No. Yeah, quite a thing, really. You don't want to. You don't want to associate with Limp Biscuit. No, no, you don't. I will also say it's uh, it's very odd that House of Pain were relatively associated with like alternative rock from early in early point it seemed like they were touring with different alternative rock groups throughout like their career and so it's it's makes sense that everlast would go to an alternative rock i guess you could call it would you call that an alternative rock well, it's kind of rap rock wouldn't it what wouldn't you kind of say it was kind of like everlast specifically everlast. yeah uh, that's probably accurate yes but it's it, he's he's kind of been engulfed in that that stream he seems like he'd be friends with vanilla ice i don't even know if they know each other but they seem like they would associate seems like he would you mean mr van winkle (laughs) mr van winkle (laughs) well van winkle and what whitey ford yeah that's it Mm -hmm. whitey ford whitey ford what's his real name that's not his real name is it it's not everlasting it's not whitey ford it's like something weird oh i read it but it's been a while i was i was talking about vanilla ice Eric. 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 Eric Schrody. Oh, that's Schrody. A, what a lame. Not lame. Not a lame name. Eric. I will give somebody in this room, or virtually in this room, $5 if they can tell me how I was introduced to House of Pain. Oh, man. Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater 3. Nailed it. $5 I, for Jerry. I read, I read the Wikipedia wow. page. Don't worry, but... That makes sense. Yeah, I'm a swing. It was on Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three, so I was I have listened to House of Pain in some in some capacity since I was like ten years old. Yeah, hmm. I find that to be quite wild. I feel like House of Pain and Cypress Hill are both like very similar groups. I know Cypress Hill is way bigger and they have more respect, but uh, they both have one song that people know. That's that's the the kicker. I mean, I like House of Pain's music. Mm-hmm. Like when you listen to it, it's actually pretty good. I know that uh, "Same as It Ever Was" is a pretty good album, mm-hmm. from what I've heard. You know, because I, I, I've listened. To, it's been a while since I listened to that album, but from what I remember, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty solid album. But it just never really landed with anybody because all they really were known for was a kind of party anthem thing. That album. Uh... They had to work around Everlast's house arrest for a gun charge to oh make my. to make that album. Gotta love when that happens. Everlast seems like a pretty chill dude. He seems like a cool cat. He was featured on the song uh, My Medicine that has uh, Mr. Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson together. All right, we're doing that one. I believe that's, I believe that's correct. I could not hear Everlast in it, but um, he, uh, he is credited somewhere. Yeah. I could dedicate this record right here to my main man, Johnny Cash, a real American gangster. I got my nephew Whitey Ford on the guitar, young Trev on the drums, Grand Ole Opry, here we come. Uh. 
Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack get the spoon on the candlestick. Dope stick pimping on the one trick pony. Yeah, she kind of skinny, but she gets my money. Get my money. That was pretty cool. I like that. I guess I figured out where he was. He's on the guitar. He also produced the song. Speaking of uh, Johnny Cash, I found a Johnny Cash cover uh, by Everlast. It's uh, Folsom Prison Blues. It's pretty good. Can we play that one too? Yeah, of course. That is the best thing I've heard in a long time. It's weirdly, it works it somehow. Does. I oh. like that. Speaking of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh my. Did you see that he had a song with La Coca Nostra, which is the spinoff um, super group-ish? Mm-hmm. Would you call it a super group? Jerry? I don't know anything about it. You're, the, you're kind of the expert on Who's super in groups. it? Basically House of Pain and like two other people. Who are the other people? Nobody. (laughs) That's why I don't know if you can really consider it a super group, because it's like kind of House of Pain, but then there's other people who are within it. I mean, to be a super group, you got to have different groups merge. I don't know these names, but they are in other things. Right. From uh, Psycho Realm, Soul Assassins. So you got- uh, It's a super group then. DJ Lethal, Danny Boy, Everlast, Ill Bill, and Slain. Slain. But yeah, Snoop Dogg was on a song, Bang Bang, with La Coca Nostra. Hmm. Interesting. You know, there was, I don't know if you you looked at the Everlast page, but he's been coming out with uh, some music still. Still coming out with stuff. And in 2013, he came out with an album called The Life Acoustic. That's, which is a play that's on The Life Aquatic uh. with Steve Sissou. And on there, he has a cover of Grandma's Hands by Bill Ooh, Withers. Ooh, I like oh, that. That's a cool. great song. Uh huh. He also did a cover of "Jump Around," but it's "Jump Around?" Question mark. Jump around. Jump. Jump around. Jump up. Jump up jump and get around. down. He sued a uh, an inflatable toy company called uh I think it was called Jump Around. Uh, their motto was um, what what was it? You read this right? Oh, jump up, jump up and get down. It, it's like somewhere in that realm. Get down and jump around, something like that. I think it was very close to the song. It like, was um, it was an identical line from the song, but I can't remember what the identical line was. He also told Donald Trump to stop using the song "Jump Around" for his campaigns in 2016. Why would you use that to like? Who also who didn't tell him no? You know, like there were multiple people who were like, "Yeah, don't you play my music, please." I feel like Toby Keith would have allowed it, probably. And uh, See, Ted Nugent. Indicator. I don't know if Toby Keith would have allowed it. Come on. And maybe he would have, but he, you he know. seems like a bro. Give the man, give him a break. He still has a weird curly mullet. It's like a Jerry curl mullet. I like how people are. Oh, that was weird. I like how people are telling him not to play their songs, and the Strokes are like, "Oh, we'll just write a new song for you, Bernie." <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Has has anybody? Um, has anybody? I found, I found it. I found the quote. The the line that the comp- oh, okay, please. So the company used the phrase, if you want to get down, jump around. And he sued the trampoline. It's a trampoline company. Oh, yeah. And he sued them. And I think it's justified. This this article is saying that it is a dumb, the dumbest lawsuit of the week. But I don't think it is. I think he's justified. I think that's that he, a, yeah. he coined that for the song and, and they stole it. I'd say that's pretty fair. So, Is anybody familiar with the Judgment Night motion picture no i've never heard of it dax no so this soundtrack came out in 93 and it is one of the biggest like crossovers between rock and hip-hop like early on there are a ton a ton of collaborations between artists that are on the judgment night soundtrack so you have cypress hill and pearl jam you've got dinosaur jr and del the funky homo sapien You've got Mud Honey and Sir Mix a lot. Ooh. 
Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. And, of course, you have Helmet and House of Pain. Wow. Didn't we talk about this when we talked about uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot? I feel like we brought this up because I remember being like, how Dinosaur Jr. is on this thing with some people over here? I think we might have, but I cannot remember for I, sure. I, I, we've brought up a lot of things. In it's hindsight, wild anyway. That we might have. It's undoubtedly It's wild. very strange. Well, there's that other album that has the same kind of feel where it's like metal and hip-hop mix, and that's the one where um, System of a Down covered Shame with Wu-Tang Clan. That's that, right. That's pretty good. We talked about that one. So, Yeah, if we if we had talked about this, then it would be for Sir Mix a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, whenever we end up talking about Del the Funky Homo Sapien, we will bring it up again, and we will have forgotten that we have talked about I would Judgment hope so. Night. Yeah, we should. Yeah, probably. It's yeah. the dream. On the newest uh, Everlast album, Whitey Ford's House of Pain, he has a feature by none other than Mr. Aloe Black, relatively popular pop singer. Oh, yeah. People know him. He's, I think he has a song called The yeah. Man, and he's got other... He does. And then he also uh, he d- sampled he- the song from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, no, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. That's pretty good. He also did a cover of uh, Velvet Underground's Femme Fatale, oh. and it's actually Wait, quite on. good. What, what did he sample? It's a, quite a good cover. The Candyman song? Did he? Yes, he did. Oh, that's the interesting. Candy oh, yeah. Candy. I'll, I'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. That's we, a weird album. That that thing you just brought up. It's Everlasts. Whitey Ford presents the house. Of, it's all three of his. <laughs> yeah, pseudonyms. Yeah, it's Whitey Ford's House of by Pain. Everlast. He owns the house. Yes. It's a confusing process to get through for sure. He's just he's just claiming ownership. So back off. So uh, he's like, you can't. House of Pain is mine. It's buried three names deep. Mm. So That's true. Watch out. So uh, House of Pain only made three records, and then they broke up and parted ways. But in 2009, they were brought back by none other than Mr. Dana White of the UFC for a private event on uh, in Boston on St. Patrick's Day in 2009. What a, what a perfect time to bring back that Irish hip-hop group. For sure. Old Dana White saving us on his fight island. We all do need a fight island, you know. I think we're ready to transition into the final piece of the three-peat. God damn, little mama. You know you thick as hell, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, after the club, you know what I'm talking about? Me and my niggas gonna be together, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even worried about them really, though. I'm just looking at you. Yeah, you know, got them big ass hips, god damn, damn. Got the body of a goddess, got eyes by the peak and brown, I see you, girl. She coming down from the ceiling, yeah, she know what she doing. You know why he's called T-Pain? I do. Okay, that's good. Why is he called T-Pain? He is called T-Pain because uh, he his stage name is short for Tallahassee Pain. He's from Tallahassee, Florida. And because uh, the pain of growing up where he did, and he had a hard uh, childhood, and so the pain was in Tallahassee. So he's Tallahassee Pain. Yeah. I, I love that his name is just a quiet burn on the entire state of Florida, <laughs> and nobody knows. Like, yeah, T-Pain's pretty cool. He's a southern rapper, and he's actually like – actually. I didn't I, like that. I didn't like being from Florida. We've been doing a lot of Florida people. Yes, we, have. we have. I like it. So, yeah, whatever. Well, well, since we played that song in the intro, uh, when I was, when did that song come out? 2005. 2005. When I was in fifth grade, I think, fourth grade, something like that, uh, a few friends and I uh, made like a little fake radio station on a little cassette. And somewhere out there, there's a cassette of us singing that song. Oh my! I I don't know where it is, but it exists somewhere. Did you bury it with the Waffle House songs? I may have. Yeah. Go to wafflesongs.com to find <laughs> Dax singing about his stripper love. As a fifth grader. <laughs> As a fifth grader. I remember when that song came out. I remember the beginnings of T Pain when he came out and everything. I like. I enjoyed it. I, I it was on Now CDs. Mm-hmm. It was on uh, MTV and stuff on TRL probably around that time. I think the Now CDs are where I first started hearing them. But uh, I, 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 I liked it. 
he's truly a, a bit of a visionary when you really look at it because autotune was not as prominent as of a thing until T-Pain showed up and then just decided that it was like the thing. Yeah. That was just what he did. I'm a an, I'm an autotune freak. I'm yeah. going to make an app about it. He can actually sing too. He did make an app about it. He had those little um uh the microphone, the T-Pain microphones too. Mhm. Those were fun. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Pretty cool. Yeah, he can sing. Uh, I enjoy his um what he did, he did an NPR tiny desk, right? And nobody knew that he could like actually yeah. sing and and he could and it was like that's cool. Every, it got shared all over the place. They're was like, it, go ahead, sorry. Was he on The Masked Singer? Yes, he was on The Masked Singer. I believe he won The Masked Singer. He was the monster. Oh. Spoiler alert for season one if you haven't seen it. <laughs> We're a spoiler type of show here. No, but I didn't know it was him. I mean, I guess I, but I didn't watch that show. I, I went back and after it had already been revealed who had won, but nobody, like, I don't think anybody really knew it was him either. So he's he, he done... Goozled him. T Pain is an interesting artist too because it. you, th- I, whenever I think of T Pain, I almost imagine him kind of like a little John, mm-hmm. where like he's just a guy who you feature on the track, and he's not necessarily a guy who like does his own track in a lot of ways, but he really is like an artist of his own. Yeah, I, I mean, I like uh, a lot of songs from the first two albums. I wasn't a big fan of the Three Ring. Uh, circus album and then anything like kind of past that of his own stuff I wasn't really into but I mean he did features for a lot of things still um, over the last few years but yeah I, I mean I liked the some of the, the early stuff you know, of, of his own stuff so I like uh, I'm on a boat with the lonely island that's a good one I was mm-hmm. just going to mention that was my favorite feature from him for sure Let's let's play that little clip of T-Pain and I'm on a boat. Jamming. Undoubtedly. Do you like T-Pain? It's pretty interesting. Yes, Me? you. I like some of it. I like some of it. I was there in 05. <laughs> I like I'm in love with a stripper. I like that. I like I like that uh, That little, uh, lyri- uh, what's the word, the melodic bit in mm-hmm. there. I'm Sprung's pretty good. Yeah, I was getting ready to say I'm Sprung's a pretty good song, too. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. I like him. I think I like him as a. I like him outside of music too. I just think he's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been married since '03, oh and he since before his musical career, and he's got three children: daughter Lyric, and son Music, <laughs> and Caden Co- Caden Coda. Music spelled M U Z I Q. No, that's yes, great. Lyric spelled L Y R. You're lying to me right now. I am. Not what was lying the third kid's name? I'm not lying to you. Caden, Caden's K A Y D N Z. Caden, oh my, Coda. He needs to keep <laughs> making kids. Please, yeah. T Pain. If there's and, anything uh, we can push you to do from this episode, keep making kids. Keep giving us some great names. Apparently, they were they were teenage lovers, if Aww. you will. Yeah, he does seem like a pretty cool dude. Uh, I watched a a Hot Ones interview with him. He just seems chill. I mm-hmm. like him. I like the cut of his jib. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh my God. What? Well, you know what else he did that was interesting is he had he uh, was uh, appeared in '09 on a live action episode of Aqua Teen. I yeah, he did. Wasn't he um, Frylock? <laughs> yes. He was. Frylock. I can see that. Isn't that I can wild? See that. Crazy. Then later that year, he developed a concept to create an animated te- TV special called Freaknik the Music. Did you watch that? And then it and it was on submitted to no I haven't watched it which sucks I knew about it but I never watched it I knew it was submitted to Adult Swim and, and Adult Swim's like we're doing it he's like a ghost he's like a weird looking like hip hop ghost in this cartoon mm-hmm. hmm. he also was on uh, Epic Rap Battles of History in 2016 where he played Stevie Wonder that is oh, true cool. you know he can see right yeah I've heard that Stevie Wonder can see that's what they say. 
Nah, you'll look at it. It's true. Um, He's just good at catching Mike's (laughs) (laughs) We're going to bring that up more soon, I hope. I hope. He he so he was originally signed to uh Convict Music, which was uh the label of Akon. And I mm-hmm. guess he um was offered more deals than just the Convict Music one, like some more lucrative things, but Akon basically said, uh, I will I will make you a star, I will, you know, give you more fruitful uh, chances in the record industry and so he ended up signing with Convict Music and obviously so instead of uh, being a rapper he decided to sing and that's why the album his debut album is called Rapper Turnt Singer is because of that change in, um, in musical stylings but then he ended up starting his own label Nappy Boy Records so uh, yeah, he's he's very successful. He's truly more successful than Akon. Oh my! So Akon said, "I'll make you a star," and then he made him a bigger star than he yeah, was. Yeah, he is bigger. He's that's true. He's bigger than Akon. I liked oh, yeah. Akon. Oh, he's bigger. Than I Akon. I really liked Akon when that. I think that was probably the first rap album that I bought um, at the store. So like I had some other stuff from like uh, garage sales and and. But I, I uh, I'm trying to remember because I owned I owned a Nas album I owned a few other things, but uh, I went to the Walmart I bought the Walmart copy of Akon uh, Convict, and because uh, I really like Mr. Lonely that's a great song and then Locked Up is a good song and so I was like this is great I'm gonna buy this album so I did it's a pretty good album my I think my first hip hop Walmart purchase was Kanye West Late Registration. Oh yeah, and then the next one I believe, if you will count it, is Gorilla's Demon Days. I will count it. Well, Mr. T Pain was actually on the song "Good Life" with Kanye West, and they won a Grammy for the best rap song. Pretty cool, yeah. guys. Oh, well, it's a good, it's, it's a good. Song. It is. That's on the second. That's on. Uh, it's a good uh, song. What is it? College Dropout, right? Is that his second album? Uh, you no. Know, I thought College Dropout was his first album. I thought that was Late Registration. No, Late Registration is his second album. Oh, my gosh. It's the same one that has Champion on it, too, I think. Because I thought, I thought it was on... It is. It's on Graduation. I thought it was on Graduation, which it is. Third album? That's his third. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I remember the... I was I'm, like, it ain't, it ain't on the second. Right. Well, I remember the cover of it. That one, people don't like that one very much, but... Not as nice. I like... Why? That's a good album, no, Some people didn't like it. It's all right. It's all right. I don't know. I guess I'm more impartial. It's okay, I guess. I mean, whatever, I don't care. It's kind Late of... Registration is a great album, though. Mm-hmm. But this is the T. When did episode. we talk about Akon? I don't know. I don't remember talking. You about said it. that thing that we did because you talked about that Rapaton singer. No, that would have been when we talked about T. Pain, though. That's now. That's now. We've talked about this before. I know. I can't we remember why we talked about singer. that. I remember bringing up Rapaton singer. I don't. What episode? Where? What's the most recent rap episode we've done? Hold on, let me see who's on. It, it. would be hip hops. There's no one else on here that we would talk about. Are you sure we've talked about rap? Turn singer? Was it uh, DJ Khaled? We did. That would have been forever ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. I don't know. Hmm. It's not worth stressing out over. T Pain was. No, I want to know not. T Pain was also. Uh, on the Country Music Awards. Was, Did you find it? It was Flo Rida. Yeah, Flo Rida Georgia Line. Oh. We talked about it two episodes ago. Because we talked about it for Flo Rida. Because he worked with T-Pain or something? A song, probably? Hmm. Cool. Uh, so he, T-Pain was at the Country Music Awards and performed a song called Thug Story, which was a parody of uh, the song Love Story by Taylor Swift, and they sang the song together. Thug Story. I like that. That's fun. It's on the playlist if you want to find her. I'd love to. I, 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 remember, I remember this, but I had to go back and find it.
That is truly... I, I think I said just a little bit ago, that's the best thing I've heard in a long time. That's the best thing I've heard in a long time. Yeah. That's that the was, best thing you've heard in a short time. That was, that was terrible. True. That was that was Taylor Swift, can, can she's got some flow to her. It was really close to no, rapping I, I, for I, Jesus, though. I feel <laughs> like it was like one step away. Yeah, it was, no, it was just, it was not, I was not into that. She still lives at home. She did it that, she did it that time. She did it. Yeah, in 2009, was she 20 years Probably, old? Probably, yeah. Hey, did you know she? Pete Davidson still lives at home. He's on SNL. He's he's like in his thirties. I saw it. I saw I saw his apartment in his basement where he put enough money into it that he could have had his own house. But because he's a douchebag, <laughs> he still lives in his mom's basement so he could tell people he does. That is that is a Pete Davidson thing to do, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Right. Live in my mom's basement so she can hear me having sex and smoking weed all day. Shut up, Pete. I hate you. Okay. Anyway, did you know? That Taylor Swift is worth ten times the amount the T Pain is worth. Hmm. I believe I did it. not. Hold on. How much is yeah. T Pain worth? Thirty five million. Oh my. Oof. That's still T a lot Swift. of money. Yeah, T Swift is worth a lot. She worth three sixty as of two thousand and nineteen. Three sixty? Three hundred and sixty oh million. Oh my god. Nobody needs that much money. Somebody No, but look what you just made her do. <laughs> Make all the millions. <laughs> Somebody date her so she and break up with her again so she can write more music. <laughs> I wouldn't know what I wouldn't know what what she writes when she eventually potentially gets divorced. Ooh, like how would that? It's a be? Miranda Lambert album. Yep. <laughs> uh, I got another uh, good collaboration that T Pain has done. He and Lil Wayne uh, put out an album called T Wayne. That's pretty great. That's like a that's like a good band bad band episode all in one. It's wrapped wrapped up in its own right. Yep, wrapped up. You know what? When did that come out? You say so. It was recorded in 2009, and it was delayed uh, because of uh, Lil Wayne's legal troubles. And then it was released Wait. for free streaming in 2017. Hmm, that's interesting. With the old Birdman, he was keeping him keeping them all locked up. So that's funny because there was a rap song in 2015 that came out by a rapper named T Wayne. Yeah, and the song is called "Nasty Freestyle," and it was like this big hit in 2015. I remember it. It's like kind of like the uh, the Joker the Joker guy. You know what I'm talking about? My name is Joker, yep. habitual smoker guy. I've got so many. I've got so many trees that I've that I've got splinters in my toaster. That sounds right. Something, Something like, like that. It. Mm. But uh, but yeah, that's interesting that um, that that album is by the same name as another rapper. But I mean, I, I it's hard to. That obviously was made in 2009, but it probably... I don't think that this guy stole the name of an unreleased album. I Total coincidence, not. I would imagine. He probably took it from T-Pain. Probably. But, uh, there's a couple interesting songs on here. Uh, so there's some good samples, and I want to play one, uh, maybe maybe two of them. So the first, uh, Listen to Me. I don't remember if I could find it on there. It may be on YouTube only. It's not on Spotify. Yeah, I tried to find it. This is a T-Pain song? It's the T-Wayne. Lil Wayne and T-Pain for uh, their collaborative effort. Looks like uh, T-Pain produced pretty much all of it. If you are wise, you'll listen to me. If you are wise, you'll listen to me. Hey. If you are wise, you'll listen to hey. me. Hey. They say they did it before, Wayne. The business. Not like this. Ha. Ha. Hey. They're trying to stop us, Wayne. They can't do it, man. It's T. Wayne. Tell these fuck niggas that this is what we do. <laughs> hey. Wasn't that great? That's pretty cool. Wasn't that just great? Yep. I got one more. Um, uh, the song Heavy Chevy uh, samples, uh, or kind of interpolates, I guess, American Pie. Hmm. We can play it if you want. He, he literally just starts rapping the words to American Pie at the end. I couldn't take one more step. I remember if I cried when I read about his widow bribe. Some touch me deep inside the data music. So, 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 so,
But it's so weird that you gotta you have to play it. I want to know what Waste of a Wasp sounds like. Did you see that? There's yeah. a song called Waste of a Wasp. I don't. What does that mean? Oh, I my. don't know. Like but, a bug? I mean, wasps, they got the big big backs and the, the little tiny waists, I guess. I was thinking that, like, they wasted it. Oh, I don't think. Maybe. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, how is it, how is it spelled? W-A-I-S-T of a wasp. Yeah. That, that, oh, that yeah, you're waste, right. The physical You're waste. right. You're right. Well, that's interesting. What a thing to do, want to have sex with a bug. I mean, think about a wasp. It's got like a... It's like a Pixar mom. It reminds me... (laughs) (laughs) That was DreamWorks, I think. (laughs) No, it said Pixar. Oh, well. I thought that's what it said, because they were talking about Mr. uh, Mrs. Incredibles. Do you see that that shareable photo, Tyler? No, where? It was on the Facebooks and probably other social networking sites. But uh, it was saying how the the why do all of the moms in Pixar movies got the 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 booty of a dump truck? Uh, oh, that was Pixar. Uh, I thought you were talking about the B movie. No, you like jazz? <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh man, sounds like it's time to sound off to me. Uh huh. Yep. I I believe I'm going to vote for T Pain. That's my pick. Interesting. What about you, Caleb? I'm torn. Come back to me. Tyler? I th- uh, You know what? I don't think I'm going to vote for T-Pain. I'm going to I'm going to vote for T-Pain. Well, my vote does not matter, so I will give it to House of Pain because that is who I originally wanted to vote for. Cool. All right. And uh, going to Patreon, uh, unanimously T-Pain. Yep. T-Pain. T-Pain's a good band. He's the auto-tune goat. If you'd like to have your vote on the show uh go to patreon.com slash record roundtable t pain i don't know what we're doing next week uh we are doing i think we're uh, turning to patreon for next week aren't we? yeah well let's go ahead and read that occasionally we ask patreon for other things too and we asked them what we're doing next week and they voted for electric sixpence none the richer pretty cool that's a good one thanks guys if she a thought Thank you for listening to this week's edition of A Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band. Look at our Patreon and Facebook and other social media sites. Next week we're doing Electric Sixpence None the Richer. Goodbye. If she Shut the mics off. Shut off the mics. Turn off your cell phone. Put tinfoil hats on your head. Line your homes with lead. Shut and lock your doors. And do not leave in 50 years.